Hello, passengers. This is your captain speaking. Welcome to Flight EK417, Uncharted Realities. Our destination is heaven. Uh, flight time should be an eight, a lifetime. Uh, weather outside is sunny or chance of clouds, you know, temptations, all sorts. A crew member will be with you shortly to help you. Sit back, relax, get your headphones on, and enjoy the experience. Thank you. So guys, have you ever had a crush? Starting from my right. Yes. Yes. Mm, yes. All right. Okay. What about you? Uh, what about me? <laughs> <laughs> That's a very good question. Deborah. Um, I guess the answer would be yes. Also, welcome to another episode of Uncharted Realities podcast. On this episode, we'll be talking about dealing with feelings as a Christian. I'm Yambaka Yangani, and I'm here with. Deborah. Deborah Ajari. <laughs> Deborah Squared. <laughs> and somewhere. Thank you. So you guys just mentioned have you ever that you've had a crush? How did you deal with this? I didn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um it was what you would call a really cliche love story mm-hmm. where <laughs> he was forced to not like me anymore no. i don't understand this is and not cliche at all i need popcorns <laughs> oh you moved then i moved and we never saw each other again how was he forced um he was one of the popular guys in school and the other popular girls didn't like that he liked me oh so he was pressured into ignoring me this is a movie scene <laughs> deborah mm. Mm. Oh my goodness. Uh going back going down memory lane. Um, I would say like when I was saved, like obviously I, when I wasn't saved, sorry, I didn't know how to deal with it. So I just I just I guess I just I was just there. Um but when I got saved, um I had I still did have crushes, but I would say um as I've grown and I'm still growing, um I think praying about it is very important and distracting yourself too um like if you find that your your mind is wandering and you're thinking you're thinking about this person you know and you're imagining your wedding and everything like just stop Ooh. yourself stop yourself <laughs> stop yourself and just remind yourself that even if this is god's will for me i'm not getting married to him today so like i need to calm down and i've not heard anything from god yet so i also need to calm down as well um yeah so just redirecting your thoughts redirecting your your thoughts and just directing it to god's word distracting yourself doing something cooking and praying about it baking banana bread exactly (laughs) that's that's it so that's what i would do exactly so i would like to interject by saying that i was in middle school when my experience happened (laughs) it's okay we're not judging you so it's fine it's fine safe space yes samuel for me um 
it has met me in um, both phases of life, um, as a Christian and also as one who wasn't saved. And that determined how I kind of um, like um, dealt with it. Well, as a sinner, he didn't, he, I didn't really see it as a problem, right? So it wasn't something to deal with. You just go with the flow. Um, I remember back in secondary school, there was this girl. Uh, I still remember her name. Her name is Shuri Fumi. And um, I think I had a crush on this girl. And um, funny enough, we went for one excursion and then they wanted us to speak on, like, to the TV. Like, um, the TV, um, the newscasters were there and they wanted us to speak, right? And for some reasons, they chose me to represent the guys and they chose that to represent the girls. Oh, so, so that was, like, the first time we kind of met and spoke, kind of, uh, when I mean met, like, kind of speak to each other. And then I was so happy. You know, when you have a crush on someone and then you discover that they also have a crush on you, like, wow, that's perfect. <laughs> so, well, like, I was not saved then, so I just played with it. Uh, but you know one thing about having, um, we having a crush on someone is the fact that sometimes these things come out of we just being around somebody. Uh, even as a sinner, you could, it could deal with itself, you being away from the person, right? Um, like Deborah did um, speak to. You being away from the person can solve itself, right? And as a child of God, the way I have dealt with it is either by praying, and in cases where it was more in the relation to marriage, it's about speaking to God in a honest way about it. First of all, y'all are so mature. I mean, I remember like just not knowing how to deal with feelings because growing up, it was like, don't let anybody touch you. <laughs> no, I took that literally because there was this church friend that, and he would like touch me, that is, um, have skin contact with him. <laughs> and I was like, okay, does that count? Because I was literally confused by the term touch and for those who don't know it means like you know don't go into any sexual interactions with males but our parents did not define it as that so um little I don't know how many year old me was like lost and later on my dad kind of did but his own was too complex so he was like you know condoms can break too so I was like what what is going on (laughs) I mean they they gave me the talk later on I got a grasp of it but uh, I remember the first time I had a crush on someone um I just didn't know how to deal so I knew that I didn't fight okay I had feelings for the person I didn't know like society in the way defines like you cannot tell the person or whatever so I didn't know that and so I honestly would have been kept with me and forgotten, you know, would have left the different parts and gone. But then I don't know if he noticed, he asked me if I liked him. And I was like, okay, so that's kind of lost. I know you guys bring out the popcorns. <laughs> and I just said, yes. Um, again, I didn't know where, where we're supposed to go from this. I, backstory, I don't, I didn't used to watch like movies and stuff. So, you know, I didn't have that, um, perception of okay then you're not going date or whatever what is that like what is that so his direct reaction was that well he doesn't um basically date people that he can have sex with and at that time I was underage and he was like yeah that no he said he liked me but he can't do it I can't have sex with and this 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 and I was just like what 
I didn't understand. I don't know how um, like or crush jumps to sex. Yeah. I didn't understand the, that. But in, that's what shows show you, you know, like after mm-hmm. you date for a while, then it's then sex. And maybe those the other good shows is like, okay, then you marry and then you have sex. So some people do marry just to have sex. Mm-hmm. And it's a very it was a very extreme thing. But one thing I learned from this story is that it's kind of how you deal with regular temptation. So you see them, but you don't necessarily have to act on them. Now, I didn't act on them. When he told me he couldn't be with me, I wasn't heartbroken. Mine was because I just did wasn't aware with the thing. I was just like, okay, I like you. I wasn't going to tell him. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, I had other, the other stories on which, like, you know, I acted differently. But, you know, on the issue of crush, mm-hmm. it is uh, what it is. Uh, but... As Christians, we don't have enough of these conversations uh, in and around church. Mm-hmm. Why do we think this is so? And do we think that we need to have more conversations like this? Deborah? W? <laughs> <laughs> Not W. <laughs> She's squared. <laughs> uh, I think the, number one, the reason why um, our parents and just the church in general doesn't have these type of conversations is because... Parents make it uncomfortable. Adults make it uncomfortable. They know that teenagers or kids, you know, they reach puberty and they just have these, they start um, feeling these feelings, these emotions, these attractions, these crushes. And instead of like talking to the teenager and saying, okay, this is what you're about to experience. This is how you should handle it. And as Christians, this is what you should go about. Go to the Bible, talk to God about it, you know just have these like conversations and make it normal. They almost make it like, oh my gosh, you are about to be the devil incarnate. Mm-hmm. If you even look at the opposite gender, do not, do not make eye contact. No, don't talk. No, don't not don't touch hands. Like, ah, do not breathe beside don't breathe beside them. <laughs> if you sit beside the opposite gender, move. Yeah, move. <laughs> Far away. And it, it becomes so taboo to um tell them that, oh, I have a crush or oh, I might be having feelings and I don't know what to do about it because kids are confused. Mm-hmm. You know, we this is a very confusing stage for a lot of us as we reach puberty. Our bodies are changing. So, of course, our minds are changing as well. Our hearts are changing. And we they need the guidance. You know, they need the counseling and the step-by-step process of an adult who is mature and who does know, like, these dangers and are aware of it. And instead of, you know, criminalizing you, they just want you to make sure that you don't make the wrong decisions. Mm. Because teenagers, when they get these feelings, they act on it impulsively. For sure. Irrational thoughts is what goes through the mind media of the kid. The media also t- tells them the what to do. The media is a prime example of teenagers just going absolutely crazy at the first sight of freedom. Or, you know, they see the risk and they're like, let's take it. And um, adults should be there to monitor them guide them and also just nurture them and tell them yeah if you make a mistake you could always come to me you don't need to hide it because hiding it just makes it worse Hmm. yes thank you very much but like uh, what is i guess god's definition of love um deborah i'm directing this question to deborah a i'm directing this question to you (laughs) what's god's definition of loss love and how is that different from lust okay um considering that both of these feelings are innate in a sense and how do you deal with them yeah 
Thank you. Um, so God's definition of love, um, I'll just like to quickly look at um, first Corinthians chapter 13, um, uh, verse four to eight, where it says, like charity suffered long and is kind, does not envy, um, you know, it tells us he's not puffed up, you know, be- does not behave himself unseemly, and it just tells us like rejoices in truth and believes all things and endures all things. So we can literally see like Jesus Christ is the definition of charity when I read this, um, because Jesus Christ endured everything for us on the cross of Calvary, um, just so that we can be elevated, like into living for God and eventually have that eternal life. So basically, love is God, okay? Uh, and God is love. Love is God. And how it's different from lust is lust is the end goal is fornication. Um, that's the end goal is fornication. Um, but love, um, the end goal is to make that person better, better in the sense of make that person spiritually better, make that person um, get closer to God, you know, and just show an example of Jesus Christ in your interactions with that person. So that's typically what love is. And love is, love comes from God. Okay. Love comes from God and um, love comes to God's children, you know? So I would just say like, in basically processing our emotions processing our feelings when we like someone we should pass basically pass our feelings through that love filter like Mm. am i do i have this feeling because um i i want to help them grow spiritually for example or i want to help them you know um make them more holy says love does not envy like make them help them to be more holy and stuff like are those my intentions that do or do i just want to have you know fornication with this person so i think that's Mm. how i would define it thank you very much i'd also add you said love comes from god and i'd say lust comes from flesh so Mm. we do our mind is open to many things and we can choose to feed on the things of god or the things that flesh drives and so um yeah just (laughs) do you have anything to add on that samuel um well i would say one thing, one way to differentiate um, if what we're feeling towards towards someone, if it's from God or if it's just lost from the flesh, is to ask ourselves questions. And um, uh, someone was telling me, actually, um, a lady she was telling me of how she just gave me some personal experience of herself, and um, the one of the things that came to my mind is that these guys that come, you want to ask them this question why are you interested in me? If as a guy, I ask myself that question, why am I interested in this person? If I can answer that in the sense that I ask myself this question, why? If I begin to say, okay, the reason why I'm attracted to this person is because of, okay, they have a certain body shape or the way they move and all of that. I want to be careful. But if it's something that I can't just explain because, you know, God's love is just unexplainable. You look at mm-hmm. Christ's death on the cross of Calvary. To the to the mortal man, it's not, you cannot just explain it, right? Mm-hmm. If it's something that's from within, you can't just explain it. Then it's one of the signs that this is from God. But if you have something very quickly to like point to, or like a, like a lady, oh, I love, I think the reason why I like this person, I love this person, is tall and is... Uh, 
it's tall is rich because most people that's their criteria <laughs> i don't know why the ladies want uh, tall people thank god i'm okay, not you <laughs> thank god i'm not that short and i'm not tall i'm just in between there but yeah they always want this tall handsome man who also like is rich so if you begin to see if you begin to answer those questions with such answer it's giving you an idea that this person i it's not necessarily that i might love this person it's not necessarily from god it's just my own flesh trying to detect to me what it wants thank you very important point um you said something about the the male approaching the female and i wanted to ask you have you ever had a situation where a female approached you oh in the sense of a female like maybe having feelings or crush on me uh definitely i've had i think i've had in the past um, there was this late there was this girl i think her name was mary and my and my classmate kept on telling ah, this girl really she she really has a huge crush on you know, like that. and um, i think in the past like um i've had uh in fact there was there's this story that happened when i was in um secondary school I think in the female washroom, somebody wrote my name. It's a it's a while now. I can't really remember, but something like maybe oh, I I you love. You guys need to create a movie. <laughs> these these experiences, man. Come on. It's like when I love I, because in the past I've been somewhere. I've been George. My middle name is George. I think the person wrote I love George or I love someone something, and then it's become it, it became an issue in the school because that at that point I was the secondary school was a much smaller school so decided to question the, the females and say, who, who wrote that? And I, oh. <laughs> and, then, and it was like, oh, maybe I can recognize by the handwriting or something. So in the past, I've had um, different, um, like, ladies in the past. But, you know, sometimes the, the thing is that if you also have a crush on them, most times it progresses further. But if you don't... Um, just kind of, and now I'm speaking as someone who is not born again, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you just kind of, you you have a, a, you feel a bit of pride, though. Remember, I said I'm speaking as someone who is not born <laughs> it's again. It's okay, we're not judging. You. It's okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah, but you know, one thing is that um, one thing about um, ladies is that um, they are very sensitive to what you say to them. Um, for instance, like if I was to give a comment to a lady on her shoes, she might go and think about it. Oh, he said my shoes are nice. And before you know, because of what you've said to them, they begin mm-hmm. to build that, right? Mm-hmm. So you have to be careful. If you're someone that give a lot of comment and you see a lady beginning to get attracted to you, it's time for you to step back, especially if you have, if you don't have intentions. Mm-hmm. I tell some guys mm-hmm. that, yeah, it don't... Don't just say anything to these people. They take some. Some of them can take it personal, right? Mm-hmm. Like a guy, if you tell me he compliments something, that uh, we laugh and that's all. But the lady might go back and start. Oh, he said something about my hair, mm-hmm. or something like that. So one way to kind of deal with that, to your question or having such uh, encounters, is that if you notice that you have been maybe giving comment or being close to this person just from a friend point of view but you see this person is beginning to have feelings for you maybe it's time to withdraw all right i have another question to the females how do you deal when you're approached by a guy as a christian 